Hey everyone, and welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I'm James Anderson, one of your hosts. And I'm Colin Parker, your other host. On this show, we're going through the MCU in historical order, scene by scene, and jump scare, and day by day, until the end of time. <laughs> That's right, Colin. Blah, it's me, Jigsaw. <laughs> I'd like to play a game, and that like game is game. James saying... I'm going to go turn off my Roomba. And then as I turn to look at something else on social media, James sits down and starts the podcast in one breath. <laughs> I'm a, I'm, I'm a, a fun and cute, adorable little rapscallion. Rapscallion's my it's favorite just, kind of thing to put into a salad. It's just really funny because I was literally in the middle of typing something. And I was like, I got to finish typing this as fast as I can because I don't want to have the typing in the part where I'm talking. So it's just like right. I'm a panic. <laughs> this is another Wilson Fisk as a little kid uh, episode. It is Daredevil season one, episode eight, starting at 26 minutes and 11 seconds, ending at 29 minutes and 31 seconds. Uh, this is probably as bad as uh, it's going to get uh, in this. No, oh, wait, no, 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 it's not. Okay. <laughs> so here's what happens. Okay. Marlene gets Wilson some Zupa Inglese. That's right. It's a marvelous episode. Uh, as Surprise. he sits there with a bloody lip asking her if Bernie was right. We don't know about what yet. Bill comes in and asks Wilson what happened. Bernie Walker was knocking down signs, and when Wilson said to stop, Bernie said he was a loser just like his dad. Bill tells Wilson to get his coat. At no point does Wilson say, and then he punched me in the face, or and then he pushed me down, or and then he hit me, or whatever. We're just supposed to intuit that from his bloodied lip. Yeah, I mean, I think it's more of, sorry not to interrupt, but I was going to say, no, I do fine. think it's it comes down to, he doesn't even get that part out because just the first bit of it was enough for his dad. Yeah. Because also, really, I'll be honest with you, I think if if it wasn't something that was about his honor, he would have been like, come on, kid, you got to hit back. Yeah. But the second's like, exactly. oh, he's a loser like his dad. He's like, get your fucking coat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bernie Walker is hitting Za Cola bottles. Za Za. spot that Za? Spot that's ah. Um, hey, as uh, when Bill and Wilson walk up to him and confront him about knocking down signs and calling Bill a loser, Bernie gets smart with Bill and tries to walk away. But as he turns to go, he conks Bill with the bottom of the bat, and Bill attacks. He gets Bernie on the ground and starts hitting him, with, hitting him with the bottom of the bat and kicking him. Then he calls Wilson over and tells him to kick Bernie over and over and over. And speaking of over. That's the end. That's where the uh, clip is over. That's exactly where it is. So, Colin, how did this one strike you multiple <laughs> times? Multiple times. Um, there is no one's ever on the right side when they kick someone who, while they're down. Sure, for sure. Someone falls in the pit, pick them back up. Yeah. Uh, it's it's sad watching family like this, basically, for lack of a better term. I don't, I don't know how else to say that, but like... Fisky business. That's good. The way the he and his mom are is so nice. Yeah. And then the way Bill just sort of rips that apart and just rips him from that Yes. to go do this is just tragic in many ways. Yep. Yeah. It yeah. It there's 
a lot to unpack about Bill Fisk's life that we're not going to get to unpack about Bill Fisk's life because he is a cog in Wilson Fisk's life. We don't necessarily need to go back. But right. as you said before, like generational trauma is it's not starting with Bill Fisk, I guess is what I'm saying. But no, yeah, I mean, it definitely, is, yeah. it definitely starts before Bill, but it's like, I think Bill is kind of the, what's the word for it? Like he's, he's like the, the Zenith almost. Mm. I don't know. It's tough. Cause like, I don't think he really, I could be wrong, but does he ever say like my old man used to do this? And so now he I'm said, doing this? my old man gave me a swig of beer. Right. But I don't think he has, his, he doesn't conversate about like his dad being like aggressive in the same way. Right. Because I feel like, you know, again, it's one thing to be like, oh, put some hair on his chest versus like, let's go, you know, uh, fuck. I couldn't let's go beat up children. Funny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's go beat the snot out of a kid, right? But there's all that. Um, yeah. But like, also, I do love this scene, this bit, because like, I've always been intrigued by the Zupa. So like, that's why yeah. I was very excited to get into this. Yeah. Zupa intrigue. Oh, um, I in case of emergency, sorry, in case of emergency, break the Zupa with a baseball bat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so call the Zupa intendant. That's your mom. <laughs> um, yeah. It's a horrible thing that Bill, like you can see Bill Fisk like changing Wilson into a villain. Like, I, I don't know how, what other way to put that. Like, he, it's like he's training a, a a fight dog a little bit. Like, he's, like, putting him down. The only way you can please me is by being violent against whatever. Like, he's giving him all these, like, he's rewiring his brain to react violently yeah. to conflict. Like, very, very violently. Mm-hmm. So Instead of eating a slice of cake. Instead, right. Instead of eating a slice of uh, diet tiramisu and, um, you know, just talking to your mom. Yeah. So. Uh, I talk to my mom all the time. Yeah. Shall I do a quick Avengers Ensemble and then we'll get into some food? Yes, please do. We'll, we'll dig in. <laughs> all right. So let's do the theme song. Ready? Theme song. Start now. And hit it. Okay, so uh, on Avengers Ensemble, we have... I haven't hit play yet. Oh, sorry. Okay, here we go. In three, two, one, go. Whenever you're ready. Oh, can you not hear it? Hang on, shit. Hang on, hang on. Let me... Oh, yep. Okay, uh, try this now. Here we go. Okay. Avengers Ensemble. I have no snare in my headphones. Um... Okay, so that's a fun bit yeah. that we just tra- that was like that was like like badminton of bits. Bitminton. What's amazing to me because I was just drinking water during the first bit of it. Yeah, and then you tried to move on. It's like no, no, no. I'm gonna get my fun. You know what? I'm gonna I, have my fun. When I knew I wasn't going to make you uh uh like spit, laugh or spit the drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I decided to move on. <laughs> you bailed. You were like, Damn I, it. yeah. I was like, all right. Well, that was fun. Like, um, this one. So this one was not the one. Exactly. Uh, Bernie Walker is played by Keenan Joliffe. He was in five episodes of The Lost Symbol, which I am now remembering is a Dan Brown book adaptation, Mm. Um, which I definitely read. I I read Dan Brown books voraciously. 
and then eventually see the adaptations um less less voraciously especially if tom hanks isn't in them uh he was also isn't or is sorry isn't is not it i watch them much more eagerly if he is in them than if he is not i Uh, i had that tracks yeah um i don't think he is in the last symbol uh series because i feel like we would have heard about him People would have been like, oh, Tom Hanks is so good in the Lost Symbol series. And I'm like, oh, he's in that? And they're like, yeah. But I didn't have that conversation, so I don't think he is. Uh, Keenan Jolif was also in one episode of The Americans and one episode of The Get Down. Uh, second appearance of The Get Down on this show. In this decade, I believe. Um, Sorry, real quick, back, backtrack real, real fast. He was supposed to be in the Lost Symbol movie, but it got canceled and instead became a TV show. Got it. Got it. Got it. Interesting. Yeah, so that is uh, Keenan Jolliffe who gets his uh, gets the shit kicked out of him in this scene from Daredevil. Colin, speaking of uh, eating it, what are we talking about for Marvelicious? Mmm, Marvelicious today. I'm throwing it over to our Italian correspondent, by Italian correspondent, Thank Colin you. Thank you. M. Parker. Please take it away. That's Colin, right. Mmm, Parker. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. The- the M stands for mm, Marvelicious slash Marvelous. Mmm, Marvelicious? Folks, we are talking about Zuppa Inglese. Now, Colin, uh, doesn't that mean English soup? It does, uh, which I think is fun because it's just an Italian dessert, layered custard sponge cake uh, that is literally just about trifle. It's just... Yeah. It's just a trifle. It's also, um, Zupa also, you know, again, it's, it's about soup is really what that means. Um, but where this comes from, this part I actually knew, I've known for a long time. The reason why it's called that is because it's also a derivative of a longer word, which I believe is in Zupare, I think is how you would pronounce it. Zuperman. Zupare, maybe. Um, Superman. Uh, so here I am doing everything I can to dunk. So that's what that means in, in Zupare. Inzupare, I N Z U P P A R E, means to dunk. So like, or like to sop, right? Like to to so, to like soak up. Yeah, well, like to yeah to, to you dunk them in basically. Yeah. yeah. So dunk what you do is is it's dipping, right? So mm, um, right. this is one of the On reasons dip. why we got really excited because it's hard to find, right? Yeah. And I I I genuinely I looked everywhere to find yeah. this. Now, granted, there's a lot of cakes that are very similar in like American style, but they're not the same. And that's why it's kind of like, I want to get as close to the real thing. What I did find though is of course, a popular variation on this cake. Um, And uh, so actually let me, let me pull it back first. I shouldn't do the variation. I should basically describe this thing first. Um, So this is a whole thing of this was a, there's a lot of rumors about where this comes from, but one of the theories is that it originated um, in the kitchens for dukes, basically, uh, to recreate the English trifle that they enjoyed over in England, um, and then to kind of make it cakey, you know, and and Italian. Um, but Zuppa Inglese is sponge cake or lady fingers um, dipped in. Ooh, this is uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce this one. Alkermes, Alkermes, Kermes, Al Alkermes. Yeah, I think I said it right the first time, but uh, A-L-C-H-E-R-M-E-S. It is a bright red uh, liqueur, uh, then basically like a uh, custard and lemon zest 
Mm. Often there is a layer of crema al chocolato created by dissolving dark chocolate in a pan, sorry, in a plain crema pastissiere. Um, it's also frequently, I didn't know this actually, because I've never seen it done this way, So, but obviously it's because in like American versions, we don't see this. But in Italy, it is occasionally topped with cream, meringue, or almonds. Um, mm. In their version in the show, it's definitely not using the red liqueur. Yeah. I'm assuming because it's a cheaper version. It, it looked like a Betty Crocker cake to me. It, Is, am uh, I wrong? No. What I was thinking, what I was thinking a lot of was that to me it looked a lot like wedding cake. Yeah. Um, and I'm also thinking that like I'm gonna look this up. Hang on. Um, I I just had a random thought. This, no, this is interesting. Okay, never mind. I really thought I was on something and it didn't lead to anything. I have a feeling that this is probably just like a thing of Italians coming over to America. You know, you have you have your tortas, which is cake. You have your 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 zuppa inglesi. Um, but I'm wondering if it's just like a matter of like any kind of cake that is then dipped in something ends up taking on like almost like in, in a slang sense that mm. word. Because um, it does look like a just a white cake, yeah, or rather white frosting, yeah, like uh, like the cream aspect of it, uh, the custard is is very white and stuff like that. There is kind of a yellowish kind of cake in the middle, yeah. But I'm imagining this is probably like um, the dish is just called zuppa if it's a sponge cake, which is definitely what's in the middle there, um, and it probably is dipped in liqueur. I have a I am I am imagining that she made this at home. It is probably using a box cake. Yep. For sponge cake. Uh and then instead of maybe making custard because maybe that's probably more expensive or whatever, probably right. just like a generic icing. Um and then dipping it in the liqueur. Right. I I think that this is kind of like a a poor man's zupa. Is what right. I really think it's coming down to, because I really, I, I actually, when we first talked about this scene, I literally spent like almost a full hour, if not more, um, just trying to figure out specifically what was on their plate, right? And like, and that's not even like talking about like looking up the history and everything. I mean, like, I was looking up specific to Daredevil, trying to see if there was any kind of back page on a Wikipedia page or whatever about this and could not find it. I think the MCU wiki has a link to the Wikipedia for Zuba and Glazing. Right, right. Yeah. And, that's, and that was sort of my thing is I kind of kept getting basically just to this page. Um, but what we were talking about at the beginning was that since it's a sponge cake that is dipped in this liqueur, uh, there is a variation that is definitely very popular here in America uh, as in terms of like Italian desserts. And that is tiramisu. Right, and so when I saw that as a possibility, I was like, "Listen, let's not just say, well, we were really excited about it, but we couldn't find it, so that's it." I was like, "If they are labeling this as a literal direct, like we started here, then we moved away from it by adding in more like coffee liqueur kind of thing versus this other liqueur, which was more herbaceous, um, you know, let's go for that because it's still directly linked to it." Yeah, uh, and so we both got tiramisu. Yes. What were your thoughts on tiramisu, James? Well, um, I got my tiramisu from Target. It was up and up, Mark. Uh, I think it's up. I don't know. It's the Target brand. Uh, Good and Gather. There it is. Um, 
It fortunately, I read on the instructions that it needed to thaw for six hours before eating. I saw that last night, as opposed to tonight, where instead I'd be saying, "So I guess I'll check back in tomorrow." Um, because you almost could have put it out right before we record and then be like, "It's gonna be a little cold," but yeah, uh, and I may have wanted to do that because mine was it was a little runny, honestly. Um, like it the corp aspect, or the the well, maybe the custard. The the custard the, the there was something like whipped cream on top of it. I'm not really sure. I guess that maybe it was the custard. Um, yeah. Uh, it was in like a uh, like a an aluminum foil, like almost like a bread pan. Um, Interesting. And mm. uh, so when I pulled it out, part of it was like squished. I don't know if it was from me or whatever. But so I pulled off the plastic, and there was immediately like cocoa powder all over my hands and whatever. Mm. Um, so that I mean, that was fine. It's tasteless, whatever. So I cut myself a slice. Uh, it was very good, uh, very creamy, very light. Um, I did have uh, a second slice, and then I did have a bit of the Zoomies. Uh, you can go listen to the final episode of the Wakanda Forever mm-hmm. pickups to hear me, uh, what it sounds like when I'm bouncing off the walls again. Oh, whoa. Um, that's a sugar coat reference. You and know- yeah. You know, like the idea of like quantum entanglement? Yeah. James was quantum entangled between multiple dimensions during that episode. Yeah. yeah. I could see him just like constantly shifting between different planes of existence, which was fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it does remind me, I do have a quick tiramisu story and then I yeah, will go for it. Uh, shoot it over to Tira Mayu. <laughs> <laughs> Mayu. Um, and uh, this is my tiramisu story. I was on a, a diet, which was a very low sugar high protein it was going very well i lost a lot of weight i was very uh beginning to be very sort of pleased with my progress and whatever kristen was chris and i were on it together um there are pictures of us that look photoshopped because of how different we looked um oh wow yeah and um then there was a halloween nope holiday party at my job (laughs) And sure one of the Halloween? things was that, but it was a Halloween. It was not the. It was a winter holiday party. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, one of the things that was served was tiramisu. So I had a slice, and I want you to keep in mind that it had been months since I'd oh had God, anything yeah. close to sugar. Colin, I got the worst headache. I think I've ever had food related i mean like not like sure. i banged my head one time in elementary school and that or was dealing headache. with me you know I guess. right god yeah i mean like <laughs> yikes um no but like it was hilarious because i was like oh i shouldn't have died I, I dove into the sugar bowl like right it, it was it was a, a wild move and interestingly enough i uh, felt similarly tonight so colin how was your tiramisu yes experience you. It was great. I love tiramisu. I'll be honest with you. Tiramisu is easily one of my favorite desserts, actually, like of all time. I love tiramisu. Tiramisu is one of those things where I go to like an Italian restaurant. There's usually many good desserts. I frequently struggle with choosing, but like what will happen is I'll go, okay, one of these five things sounds good, but then also tiramisu. Right. And it comes down to like, 
Is it is today the day where I actively go against my tiramisu order, or do I go with my? And it's because, to me, what I think is great is that like I've had, uh, like okay, here's a good example. I've had pecan pie, mm-hmm. thousands of times. Sure. I have had bad pecan pie. Right. I've had pecan pie that I have regretted and been like, this sucked, dude. I have never once had a tiramisu that made me go, oh, man. I think to me, tiramisu is a lot like pizza in this regard, where I think that Mm. even the worst one is still like, hell yeah, had tiramisu. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I I mean, I'm going to knock on wood. I have yet to have a pizza so bad that it that it ruined my day or my meal. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Um, I think that even bad pizza is still better than most meals, kind of thing. Or uh, maybe not most meals, but a lot of meals is perhaps the yeah. way to word that. Wow. So you're saying okay? So uh, pizza is better than uh, mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. I did not say that. All right. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna send a quick no, text I'm message. Gonna be, it's unrelated. Hold on one second. I'm gonna be very specific. Those words didn't even come close to leaving my mouth. Colin, I'm um, gonna send you a script. Uh, it's for an ad. Just go ahead and read it without. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> um, hello, Renita. This is your son, Colin. This ad is to tell you that. Oh my God. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, tiramisu is something that like I like. I'm not like a, a a major sugar tooth, sugar tooth, sweet tooth person. Major I'm not sugar a tooth? sugar. Oh, sorry, I'm not a I'm not a sweet tooth kind of guy. I mean, like I enjoy sugary things. To be clear, sure. I mean obviously. Okay, uh, but like I don't know. I just I'm not like I'm not constantly vying for it. Like I don't need to have a sugary item every day of my life. You right. know what I mean? But I will say is that like I can say no to dessert at many restaurants. Right. At an Italian restaurant, if I know they have tiramisu, I'm gonna fucking get the tiramisu. Yeah. I I I kid you not, I do not care if no one else is getting dessert. I'll just ask for it to go. I've done it before, yeah. I'll do it again. Tiramisu rules. I love it very much. Uh and now that I've said that for like 20 minutes straight, basically. Let I'll me say, tell you about a tiramisu that sucked. The one that oh, I ate no, no, today. No, no. no actually, my, my tiramisu today was good. And it was okay. kind of surprising to me, right? I mean, let me be specific. Again, is that thing of, I was expecting it to just be kind of like, okay. Yeah. You know, because I was like, listen, I wanted to go get a like good tiramisu. Um, but there was a lot of moving pieces for my day today. And I was just like. <laughs> <sighs> Many of them within you. Uh, apparently yeah no but like i was you know uh thinking about you know i could maybe go to this one place but like the only place that i know of near my house if you will that has tiramisu is still kind of a trek right um it was just enough a trek where i was kind of like i don't know if i really want to go eight miles away from my house just to get tiramisu um but i knew that there was going to be places like grocery stores that have them Right. And it'll and that'll get the job done, right? Well, I went to Walmart and they have a, you know, like a pastry and stuff like that section. I'm gonna be honest with you. The tiramisu from Walmart was shockingly good. Hmm. And what I mean by that is I was expecting it to be like middle of the road, just like, all right, not bad. Yeah. Pretty good. It was so good, in fact, that like 
when they make these desserts, right? I'm thinking often about like um, there's a tiramisu like cup, for, right, at um, Wegmans. Okay. That I think is very good because it's Wegmans. It's a little overpriced, but it's very good. So it is. I kind of feel like to some extent, I'm kind of like, eh, maybe you do go get what you pay for. I don't know. But it's not a huge portion, right? This was one of those tins. I, I sent you the picture earlier today, right? Where it's technically, it's almost like they make like a sheet cake almost. Right. To, uh, like, Or rather, they do make like sheet cakes of other types of cakes, and then they slice them up and put them in these packages. So they do the same thing with this, but of course, you know, again, it's like sponge cake or lady fingers really stacked. And then they, so those are definitely made to size. But it, the, the serving size on it says two servings. Mm. And I was like, okay, I'm going to eat half of it put it in the fridge and I'll have the other half either tonight again later uh like with my dinner or I'll have it tomorrow. Listener, it did not last that like the, I I had two bites and just like I stopped caring about where the halfway mark was, I just inhaled it. I just yeah. I watched the scene. I finished it before the end of the clip. <laughs> <laughs> it was I mean it was gone. It was that good and I was like Walmart that was a great value. Thank you. <laughs> Um, anyway, that was all that I have about Zupa Inglese and its cool. cousin, Tiramisu. Yeah. Perfect. Well, um, do you want to uh, serve us up a nice slice of getting out of here? Ooh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to serve us up a nice slice. Wait a minute. James, you're trying to let our audience go soft? <laughs> I have, we, I never want to let do our this audience episode? go soft. I want to keep them hard. We do this episode and you say, oh, let's fatten them up a little bit. Let's give them a, another slice of this podcast Zupa. No, no, no. Hey, listener, put on your coat. We're walking out the door and we're going to go beat the hell out of some teenage kid. Let's go. For legal purposes, that is a joke. We are. I am not instigating it's a, it's violence. A, a do not do that. For, it's a metaphor uh, for just leaving the episode. And for maybe going out to uh, on Spotify and giving us a five star review, or same for the Apple. So you know, or maybe finding us on like you know Twitter, twitter.com slash timelinescav. So you know, something like that. That that's what the metaphor is for. Please, genuinely, if you if you do the thing that I was joking with, because it's just you know from the show. Legally, I am stating that I will not help you. I'm not a part of your thing. I'm I'm not. Don't forget to kick the shit out of the subscribe button and beat the crap out of the uh, five-star reviews. Yeah. Don't be a loser like your father. Anyway, uh, (laughs) anyway, uh, that's going to do it for us. As always, I'm Colin Parker. I'm James Anderson. Excelsior. Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.